This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi, friends. This is Annie Grace with This Naked Mind. I'm the author of This Naked Mind, and you can download uh, the first chapters for free at www.thisnakedmind.com. And I am answering readers' questions, and today I have a question from Sarah. Sarah says, Hi, Annie. Can you please offer some advice on the impact of quitting alcohol in relationships, especially with partners? Since I quit, I feel it's had a detrimental effect on my relationship with my partner, that he misses me drinking, and he feels bad for him that I quit. Um, Well, first of all, Sarah, I mean, this is a tough question, I think, because it is so out of our control how other people feel about our decisions. And first, I just have to say that you are completely not alone in this. This is something, it's a question that's come up before. It's a story that I've heard from literally dozens and dozens of people. Um, One reader, he drank with his wife every single night. And when he decided to stop drinking, she sort of thought it was going to be a phase and it wouldn't last. And as the weeks went by and he kept saying no to the glass of wine during the evening, she really let it bother her and she got really snippy and judgmental and she started saying things like, oh, you're still on this kick, you know, what's this about? And the truth was that without him drinking, it she had to look at her own kind of habits and behaviors and it was totally obvious how much of that bottle of wine was gone every night and it made her really uncomfortable. You know, another reader, she had a really boozy relationship with her husband for like 20 years and it was one of her main reasons for keeping drinking. And so she was so afraid of the things that you're talking about that it would negatively impact the relationship. Um, And she was so afraid of change because he had been very upfront with the fact that he had no intention of changing and no intention of giving it up kind of no matter what. And so he was really, you know, upfront and she was very afraid that he, they were going to miss drinking together. And so she did end up quitting drinking and it was about a year after she sort of started considering it. But I actually asked her for this question, what her advice was. And so I'm just going to read this. This is from her. She said, I needed to make sure I had the right attitude. When I told Jim I was stopping, he made it clear that he was happy for me, but he had no intention whatsoever of quitting. And I had to understand that. And he's a much better control drinker than I ever was. So if he chose to drink, I guess that's his business. So especially during those first few weeks when I was sort of starving the beast, I had to be really careful not to push my agenda on him and not to make him feel guilty or defensive which he kind of did in the early days anyway, no matter how hard I tried. I didn't want to be a bitch. I didn't want to try and change him. And I especially didn't want to be some humorless, um, sober person. And so I was the one changing. I had to recognize that and I had to realize he didn't need to. So I was really consciously upbeat. If I did bring up my not drinking, it was more to exclaim how great I felt or how much funnier things were or how much more fun I was having or how delicious my latest non-ethanol drink discovery was. And even when I'd get depressed or upset about something, I would say how amazed I was, how clear my feelings were, how much clarity they were, and even though they sucked, how I now understand that I was just numbing them by drinking. So I even made it a point to have really regular cocktail time because that's what we've always done together. And so I still do that. I just make what I call my switch flippers, um, which are non-alcoholic instead of having my gin. And I was really obsessive about making really fancy cocktails. In my drinking days, I have the same compulsivity about my elderflower and seltzer and ginger drinks. 
And so I still schmooze and I still spend time with him and make a point of that just without booze. And after the first month or so, his drinking actually lessened and now he seems to drink less overall. And my specific agenda was never to push it on him, but really alleviate the fears that both of us felt about this change. And to be honest, it was such a fear for me that I probably overprepared for this in terms of making a big effort to minimize the change between us. That being said, it worked and I'm glad it did. And this is from a reader, her name is Heidi, and she actually has a, a great blog. Um, I'll put the link below, but she has been you know, sober for well over a year now and really, um, you know, I think their relationship is going well. But the fact is, Sarah, that no matter what change you make, any change, no matter how positive, how life-affirming, any change, whether it's starting to go to the gym or, you know, stopping drinking, it disrupts the synergy of a relationship. Even if your partner is happy for you about your decision, it's still going to change your dynamic. And this is a fairly big change. Not only is it going to change some of your interactions, if he regularly gets drunk, it might be difficult for you to be around him when he's drunk because when you're sober and somebody's drunk, you see how much the person who's drunk has kind of left and how they become a shell. And that can be really hard to watch in a partner. Um, and it's going to also change no matter what you do his opinion of his own drinking because no matter how you, much you try it's going to be really apparent and just obvious that he's now drinking alone and I'm, I'm sure that would be hard but i believe and you know the good news is that it will over time you know studies show that we really marry each other especially in relationships and the people we love and respect most do have the most impact on us so as strong as you can stay you're doing good for both of you even though maybe it doesn't feel like it and um, all sorts of relationship studies sort of confirm that the number one thing in a relationship for longevity, if they measure all sorts of attributes and they say, okay, what is the one thing that people who are really in long-term relationships or long-term marriages, what do they share? And it's respect. And he has to respect you and that's vital and that's important. And he has to respect you without pressuring you or belittling you or making you feel guilty about your decision, especially because it can be really difficult to maintain if you're also feeling added pressure and guilt. But equally, you have to treat him with respect and doing this by not trying to change him, not judging him, not providing unwanted advice. And also, you know, communication is number two after respect and communication is, is vital, sharing how you're feeling, especially all the great ways your life has improved. Um, and just continuing to talk to each other about this and through this and realize that no matter what, you know, your relationship is more important than drinking, not that you should start drinking, but that to focus on the relationship and to focus on the togetherness is going to provide something really, really important. And so he needs to realize that, I think, as well, is that, you know, your relationship has much more than just alcohol at its basis and this is an opportunity for you to discover all the great things about the relationship when drinking's not involved so thank you so much sarah um for i just saw kelly my friend is a doctor that worked on this very cool um thank you so much it's it's such a hard question and it's really courageous of you to ask it and i think if anybody watching honestly has any more advice for sarah or those of us who are in relationships where one person is drinking and one person hasn't and just the change and the dynamics and the difficulties and overcoming the difficulties and strengthening the relationships that come from that i mean please do post it below 
and um, or email me privately and I'll, I'll get it to Sarah. I know there's some confidentiality issues, but anyway, thank you so much for asking, Sarah. And again, this is Annie Grace, author of This Naked Mind. You can come to the website, www.thisnakedmind.com. Start reading the book for free. Start listening to the audio program the first two or three hours for free. Um, see what you think. And so have a wonderful day. Are you ready for a deep dive and truly lasting change? If so, you might consider my intensive program. It's a nine-week self-led program that you can do in the complete comfort of your own home, and it will truly transform your relationship with alcohol. If you want to learn more about this, go to thisnakedmind.com forward slash intensive. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.